listening to the Franchise Podcast Network, presented by Lucky Star Casino. You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome in. Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitato, and Dave Myrick in the build. We're playing a, a rare home game here for uh, for Thunder Post Game Show. As the Thunder are away at Atlanta and they lose tonight uh, 141 to 138. Defense optional tonight, but uh, it's okay. You know, the, the team plane gets into Atlanta around 4 a.m., Never good, right? That's never a good thing, especially when you have a game to play uh, that night in the same city. Uh, that's just, we, we talked about that last night too, Drake, about how, uh, what a weird back-to-back that is, right? You usually have, like, if there's a home and away back-to-back, it's usually the you know, Oklahoma City and Dallas, or yeah. Oklahoma City and Houston, yes. right? Or I think they had one earlier this year where it's Oklahoma City and Denver, right? That's not, like, too far of a flight away, but... The rare Oklahoma City to Atlanta back-to-back. It's common. Right, yeah, are, are you kidding? <laughs> the old what do you mean? OKC Atlanta twofer, if you will. Um, yeah, after I saw the, uh, I believe it was J-Dub who had the Instagram post yeah. uh, with the with the time uh, slot. I, I think it was like 441 or something. I was like, ooh, it might be a rough one tonight right. for yeah. the boys. It might be sleepy. a rough one. And that's exactly... Uh, how it started for the Thunder, very sluggish, slow start. Um, Atlanta was getting pretty much whatever they wanted, wherever they wanted, whenever they wanted. Um, and it just kind of took the Thunder a little bit to match um, the offensive output that Atlanta was giving up. That's the one thing we knew going going into this. Atlanta could score a lot of points, but they sure as hell give up a lot of points, too. Um, so if the Thunder were ever going to, if there was ever a shadow of a doubt, that the Thunder weren't going to pull this one off tonight. It was going to going to be because they were not going to be able to have any sort of defensive consistency or defensive identity against this Hawks team. And you know what, Matt? It came to fruition. <laughs> Absolutely. Did. Somehow the Thunder were still in it at the very final possession, um, or at least for a chance to tie it up to take it into overtime, which is crazy considering that team was down like 13 with like the final two minutes and 15 seconds. Um but with that being said, it's it's tough. It's a tough spot for a loss just because you're coming off of, you know, a stretch, your best stretch of games for the season. Uh, but with that being said, I mean, in the grand scheme of things, with how well this Thunder team played in December, um, you know, you, you, you shrug it off, you get a, a day break, and, and you start anew. Get some sleep. That's the, that's yeah, the biggest thing, sleep. too. Get some sleep. Uh, get some rest. In there, but I mean, yeah, I think that's again. It's it's not uh, any loss is not a good loss, especially to the Atlanta Hawks. I don't want to yeah. try to like uh, I'll, I'll sugarcoat it a little bit, but I don't want to like fully yeah. sugarcoat this loss. I mean, Atlanta fourteen and nineteen on the year, not the year uh, the start to the season that the Hawks wanted, but uh, I mean, it's still it's still a good team, right? I mean, you still got a, a guy like Trey Young. Uh, that can fill it up at any time. Uh, Jalen Johnson has actually taken a, a huge step in his NBA career, and a guy like for him tonight. yeah, and a guy like Dejounte Murray. I mean, who's just about as solid of an NBA guard as they come. So, I mean, let's. Uh, I really do think it was just. And here's the sugarcoating part, uh, a little bit. Uh, I, I they looked 
a little sleepy. They did. And a little sluggish and a little sloppy. Yeah. And uh, the three SLs right there, you know, sluggish, sloppy, and sleepy. I mean, Atlanta on offense only had it to get it to the second side of the court, the second side of the, uh, of the court to ever right. get it. in. I mean, it's yeah. it, for a defense as, as well as the Thunder have played all season. Um, it was definitely their, their weakest output defensively. Uh, and you could see it. I mean, the ball did not have to swing very much at all for Atlanta for to them to get whatever they wanted, whether that be a straight line drive, um, whether that be open kickouts, I mean, you name it, uh, Atlanta was able to get it for pretty much all four quarters tonight. Yeah, they, they really were. I mean, the, the score was what, 76-59 at the end of the first half. Yeah. Bad. I mean, giving up 76 in a, in almost, a half. Almost 40 in the first quarter. Right. It's just, it, that's not uh, a recipe to win. Uh, and uh, all credit to the Thunder, though. I mean, they didn't give up. It was, what, three minutes left? They're down 13. Yeah. And all of a sudden, they have a... They have a shot to win it, or not to win it, to send it to overtime there at the very end. And very, very sexy inbounds play. I, I, I mean, just nice. just if we're just talking X's and O's, that was a very sexy inbounds play. Uh, I think I saw whenever they were breaking the huddle, Mark was going out. Mark was telling Isaiah, I think he said, sell it, yeah. sell it. Like, and, like, he did. I mean, so, Isaiah Joe, so like, it's crazy just the play itself because – so many times during inbounds plays, you'll have a player act as a decoy. Yeah. But I think for the first time in my entire life, I've seen like an actual spot on the floor be a decoy. Uh, right. Where Jalen Williams caught that ball, you knew Atlanta was going to give up a two. Um, so OKC said, okay, if you're going to give us the paint to catch the ball in the paint, we'll just put our best three-point shooter uh, on the wing and make it seem like we're making or we're running a play for him when in reality uh, we're going to bank on whoever's guarding Isaiah Joe to kind of ball watch, if you will, after that initial inbounds play because that yeah. guy is not going to think that the ball's going to him. And uh, Isaiah Isaiah Joe ends up sneaking down to the corner and getting that pass from J-Dub. Um, it's a really clean play. I've, I don't know if I've seen a better inbounds play in my life just drawn up. Conspiracy theory. Shea falls down on this. Does he? He kind of he kind of stumbles a little bit. Maybe oh, tries to sell. A, yeah, tries to sell a foul or something like that. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's it. Like cut it to one and then you know foul him again or whatever. Maybe that's what he was thinking. Yeah. Conspiracy theory. Maybe is that part of the is that part of the play? <laughs> Tinfoil hat here. Like, hey, get the attention on. Oh, Shea fell down. He's not getting the ball. Okay, like who's getting? And then maybe yeah. he comes back up and, and gets it. I don't know. It's just picture perfect. Uh, I mean, because who was it uh, last night? Forrest, I think, for, for the Hawks. Yeah. Just caught absolute ball watching. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, and uh, he's who was guarding Isaiah Joe. And, I mean, that play worked to perfection. Got a clean look at it, and then it just it didn't go in. Man. And yeah. that's the, them's the breaks. And especially on a game like tonight where the Thunder really had no business being in the game that, that late. And, uh, you know, it, them's the breaks, man. Yeah, it's the breaks. And what's crazier about that play, too, is that, first off, Wendy Waters was in there. Don't know why that was the thing. I had asked that question. I was like, who's going to get the shot? Ryan, who was in, in the room with us. Hawks fan, by the way. absolutely like, for a, as a joke, says, oh, Lindy Waters is. Didn't even know Lindy was in the play. And then the camera show. Camera pans to Lindy Waters. Just a couple of... It was weird, right? On a back-to-back, you know you're going to have to get significant stuff from your bench. Um, and they did. The Thunder did. Every bench player tonight score, uh, um, shot above 50% uh, field goal from field goal range, field goal percentage, if you will. Um, that was huge. I mean, that was a big reason. There was a lot of times where Atlanta 
um, was flirting with a 17 to 20 point lead and they could have pushed it to 25 30 and it just never really happened. Um, so yes, I mean, it really kept the Thunder within some sort of uh, respectable distance to try and make a run at it. Um, but man, the bench, the bench was huge tonight. But with that being said, a couple of weird bench choosings, if you will. We saw no Micic tonight, which is weird considering he's gotten really respectable yeah. minutes the last couple of games. Um, we see Lindy Waters first off the bench tonight. Um, no Kenrich Williams. No, yeah, no Kenrich. Goodness. A. Wiggins did great. Um, Lindy made a couple threes. I mean, I know we like to dog on him, but it's just it's a tough spot because he just played so many minutes where I think there could have been better choosings. Um, for those minutes, uh, I understand that, you know, the teams that probably have the minuscule amount of tape on him, probably he's a shooter in their that's eyes. A, yeah, that's, yeah, that's um, it. So if that's, if that's kind of the way you're going with it, then sure, I guess. But as we said last night, like Aaron Wiggins is like your top guy when it comes to percentage, like from the three, he is your top guy and he, he got minutes, but I don't know, just some weird, like, lineups tonight. Um, and in the case of a back-to-back, like, I get it, but we've seen guys as early as last game do really well in that stretch off the bench and just seeing some no time from guys tonight, kind of a head-scratcher for me. Definitely was. Definitely was, man. I, we'll get more into this game. We'll dive into some individual performances and stuff and get around the association. Coming up on the other side, you're listening to the Franchise First Take Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. Welcome back. 107.7 The Franchise. The First Take Thunder Post Game Show. Matt Burton, Drake Vitito, and Dave Myrick in the building. Uh, again, you can listen to us on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash The Franchise. Like our guy, King of the Jungle 88. Shout out to Papa Vitito. Hey, Dad. Said, evening, guys. Thank the uh, NBA scheduling gurus for that L. Conspiracy, th- conspiracy theories are open for discussion. <laughs> I love it. I mean, yeah. It's yeah. The, the Oklahoma City to Atlanta back-to-back. They got, a, they got a lot of those. I think five back-to-backs this month. So uh, we're off to a hot start. What very, very hot start. Uh, let's dive in. Before we get around the association, let's dive into some individual Performances. Shea Gildas Alexander, 33 points, 13 rebounds, and eight assists for him. 11 of 24 from the field, two of three from downtown, nine of 11 from the free throw line. And uh, I mean, got it going late, right? Very late in that. I mean, him and him and J Dub uh, were kind of trading buckets there, and he had no problem getting to the basket there at the at the very very end uh, of the game. But uh, again, man, it just he's gonna he's going to get these numbers more often than not. When's, and the, when's the last time he's had a, a a field goal split under 50%? I mean, it's been a bit. It's been a while. It's been a while. I feel like while. he's he's had more above 50 than he has below. Yeah. And I don't know, man. It just, tonight, and this is just kind of like an overarching thing tonight. Again, they looked incredibly sluggish. I mean, he got Everyone. off to a, he got off to a terrible start. I think it was 2 of 9. Yeah. Uh at one point, yeah, that's just something that we don't see from Shea very often, but yeah. uh I mean, started getting it getting it going there in the uh, in the second half. Yeah, he did. Um but you have to give the Hawks credit. I mean, yes, the Thunder started out sluggish, sluggish, but the Hawks, I mean, the other part of this puzzle is the Hawks have to come out to, a, you know, and hot get start, yeah. and get to a hot start. 
It's exactly what they did. And part of it was, you know, and we kind of talked about this yesterday. Um, they got guys. I mean, they got pretty yeah. lengthy guys. I mean, defenders. I mean, it, it, it always takes a committee to guard Shea Gilgis Alexander. And you'll have nights like tonight sometimes where your superstar just isn't on for, you know, the start of the game at like we're used to, like the Thunder are used to. Um, and that's the game we had tonight. I mean, you have to give I'm, – I'm talking about guys like – you know, DeJounte Murray, I mean, when he got switched on to him. Um, I mean, there were times where Jalen Johnson yeah. was getting switched on to him. Um, so, I don't know. It, it was a weird game, like you said. But, I mean, it was good to see, you know, once they kind of smelled blood in the water with you, if you would, um, there with that comeback, it was it was nice to see some fight. Um, but it just leaves you kind of wondering, like, where was that in the beginning? Yeah. You know? You know, like you knew it was in the tank somewhere. Right. Why did it why did it have to come this late for you to realize that? Yeah, they had to dig deep <laughs> a right. little bit. Uh there every ounce of energy uh that was kind of left on the tarmac. Uh, if you will, there right. in Atlanta. Uh yeah, Jay two turnovers though. Yeah. I mean, on a night where, you know, your play is sluggish, at least it's not in the bat in the bad form. You're missing shots as opposed to giving away the rock. Yeah. Uh J Dub. Thought I had a solid night. I mean, 21 points, 9 of 12 from the field, uh, 6 assists for him, 4 steals, by the way, too. J-Dub just getting in passing lanes uh, all night, and especially there at the end, too. Uh, hit his only 3 there, you know, closing time where they're trying to close the gap. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, just solid stuff from J-Dub, like normal. Again, you're not going to find many splits of him where he's below 50% either. Yeah. we were ta- crazy. We were talking about... Um, the games in which we would like to see him up those shooting numbers, I would have loved to see like 18 or 20 shots from him tonight. Yeah. Uh, I know that he's the kind of player that the game kind of just flows with him. He's never going to force anything. Um, but a game like tonight, especially after the way the Thunder started in the in the first quarter, I would have loved to see him impose himself a little bit like he did in that fourth quarter. I mean, he was a big reason why the Thunder were able to take that that gigantic leap in the fourth um, and give themselves a chance at the end. But with that being said, um, that run usually is largely predicated on J Dub's play in the fourth. So um, you gotta you gotta love what you see out of the young pub. I mean, at the end of the day, he went nine to twelve for twenty one. And we can sit here and say that we wish he took more shots, but the shots he did take were great. Um, he was able to get his hands in the passing lanes and force some steals. And he was able to have six assists on top of that. So he was also willing and dealing um, instead of just scoring the rock. And you can't really ask for a, a second-year guy um, much more than that. Some young guys off the bench that I thought I, I thought played great, man. Aaron Wiggins and, and Kaysen Wallace. Yeah. I mean, Wallace ends with 15, Wiggins with 13. Uh, but Wiggins, six of seven from the floor. Wallace, five of nine. Like Wallace, uh, that corner three for him automatic is almost. basically automatic. It's it's unreal. Uh, but Aaron Wiggins thought did, did some good things. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the only miss was just a, a layup there at the end that, I mean, he, I feel like he makes that 100 times out of 100. You know? yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those, literally one of those nights for the Oklahoma City Thunder. And, um, you know, it's... I like where they're at with with the bench unit, right? Joe, one of five from three tonight, but um, you you feel good about where you're at with with Isaiah Joe. I think he's shown enough. I mean, he can he can he does it doesn't have to be a three pointer, right? I mean, right. he is he is he's got a couple of easy stuff at the rim tonight. He hits a mid mid range. Yeah, I mean, 
I wouldn't go as far as say he's a dedicated three-level scorer, but I'm never mad if Isaiah Joe is trying to get to the hole or he ends up pulling up mid-range because he's proven himself that he can do that and make them. Yeah, 1,000%, man. I, I just, uh, you know, and again, with, with some of these, I, I call this, I, I was wanting to spin zone this into, yeah. you know, kind of a positive scheduled loss. Yeah. Hashtag scheduled loss right here. Yeah. You know, back-to-back in Atlanta. Plane plane lands at, at four a.m. Yeah, a scheduled loss. Okay, you know, hey, we'll we'll go out there, give it our best go. Yeah, and and the Thunder did. I, I I mean, there towards the end, literally having a chance to send it to overtime with the way that game played out, especially started in the first half. Uh, they didn't quit, and you, you got to love that if you're if you're a Thunder fan, because uh, they did not give up no, one bit, not at all. But as far as the bit, the other guys on the bench, I mean. If there was ever a game where, like we were talking about J-Dub, we wish he stepped up a bit more. He had a great game, but it's something you'd like to 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 see uh, your second option dominate a little bit more or assert himself a little bit more, if you will. Excuse me. Mm-hmm. Um, the Minch made up for that a lot. Um, like I said, uh, no guy shot under 40% tonight off the bench. Um, but Aaron Wiggins, man, he just he continues Solid. to impress me. Just... He, like we said, he's Kenrich Williams light, if you will. Right. Um, just a guy that doesn't make a whole lot of mistakes. And Kenrich has gotten so good at, like, like maybe has gone over some heads. He's gotten really good at the three this year. Yeah. I don't know if the numbers are representative, representative of that, but he just seems to make so much more now than I've ever seen him make in his tenure here. But Aaron Wiggins is, is just a Kenrich Williams light. He's a super smart player. He never makes, you know, the wrong play. He never tries to force it. He only shoots open shots. I mean, he's, I don't want to say he's a safe player because safe implies that he doesn't take risks. Yeah. And he definitely does. He, he can do that. He ended up with a steal uh, on the defensive end. But and that's just, Aaron Wiggins is just a solid, solid option off the bench. And I'm, I'm glad he's been getting the uptick in minutes these past couple of games because we have been, I mean, me and you have been the poster child for that. I feel yeah. like. Consistent, to play more, more Aaron Wiggins minutes, and I think tonight, uh, kind of with the extended twenty-one minutes, you kind of got to see what you know in a bigger, kind of bigger, elevated role with more minutes. You kind of see what the output looked like for him, and uh, being super consistent, um, and across the board, just doing a little bit of everything for the guys. Kenrich is twenty of forty-four from the three-point line, forty-five and a half percent this That's year crazy. for Kenrich. Uh, he's three of ten from the free throw line. Thirty uh, percent. Kenrich Williams. Threes. I'll take the thirty. Yeah, yeah. The, the good. Yeah. The good uh, free throw. Kenrich Williams. His time at Oklahoma City. I don't know how. I just never noticed this. I guess I don't really deep dive into Kenrich Williams stats that much. Yeah. Uh, his first year at the OKC, fifty-seven percent from the line, fifty-four percent, forty-three last year, and then now thirty this year, three of ten. So just don't let Kenrich Williams get to the foul line. That's it's, what we're saying. He's basically version 2.0 of Russell Westbrook post free throw (laughs) rule change. It's, it's simply amazing. It's unreal. But uh, before we get out here in this segment, Dave, would you please take us around the association? All right, gentlemen, there were uh, 12 games around the association. Thunder lose the second of the back-to-back on the road, 141 to 138. In the fourth, uh, the Knicks are beating the Bulls 99 to 91. We'll have to go as fast as my phone can load here. DeMar DeRozan with 26 points. 
And Julius Randle, monster game. 30 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. The Dallas Mavericks are up on the Portland Trailblazers at the end of the third, 102-74. Looks like Luka Doncic, 41 points, 6 rebounds, 5 boards for the Mavericks. The Clippers are beating the Suns late in the third quarter, 83-64. Kawhi Leonard with 15 points, 7 rebounds, 3 assists. Paul George, 24 points, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Hey, the Pistons are actually winning the game, beating the Utah Jazz by four points. Uh, Cade Cunningham, 21 points, four rebounds, and nine assists. Jerry Ramsey will be all over that one. <laughs> the Miami Heat and L.A. Lakers are just underway, 141 to go in the first. Looks like uh, Anthony Davis has two quick points for the Lakers. Sacramento Kings and Orlando Magic are tied at 27 at the end of the first quarter. Not uh, a lot of going on. Sabonis has six points, six rebounds, five assists. Nets and the Rockets. Final. Houston wins 112-101. And it's not loading. Raptors. All right. Toronto beats Memphis 116-111. to Bain, 22 points, 4 rebounds, 8 assists for the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, the New Orleans Pelicans won 117-106 over Minnesota. Carl Anthony Towns, 22 points, 6 rebounds, 2 assists. The Bucks, Indiana Pacers, and Milwaukee Bucks defense optional game as the Pacers win 142-130. And rounding out the league, a blowout. Cleveland Cavaliers slap the Wizards 140 to 101. Appreciate it, Dave. Thank you for that nice stroll around the association. There, I mean, yeah, uh, the Pacers 142 bucks, 130. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton, man, third points, 12 assists uh, for him. I, I love Tyrese Halliburton. I, you know, he's he's half he's half cousin Burton. Right, yeah. Halliburton. He's yeah. he's half half cousin Burton. Halifax. So uh, right. exactly. there's the see the fur the first part of the name the prefix is where the area Halifax. I believe that's Canada. Is he Canadian? Who Halliburton? No. Yeah. No. No. Oh, that would have been crazy. He's on Team USA this year. And uh, where is he from? The summer. Where did he go to college? Iowa State. Cyclone. Iowa State. Yeah, Halliburton. Yeah. Oh boy! <laughs> did I just blow your mind right there. Yeah, you <laughs> just did blow your mind. I mean, how about the Timberwolves losing? I know, man. Another that's really one. good. Really uh, good the for the are Thunder. Playing really good right now, though. Uh, they really so. are. Yeah. They are. I, I just, yeah. I mean, it's a, it's a tough loss tonight. Yeah. But I don't think it's a. You know, it, it's not a. You're allowed it. Like, yeah, don't get your dauber down. This is much. different. This is a different loss to me than how pissed we were when the Rockets game happened. Yeah. Because that's that's a different situation. It's not a back to back. I believe they had a couple of days of rest in between. Um, but even though the Rockets made all those moves during the offseason, it's still a game you squarely, squarely put in the uh, in the victors category side for the Thunder. And that's not to say they couldn't have done it tonight. But there were just there were just some things where it's like, okay, I get it. Like you can't win them all, brother, and that's yeah. fine. <laughs> 
Uh, also noticing here to the uh, the Nets and the Rockets. Rockets get the win 112 uh, 101 over the Nets. Cam Thomas might be broken. He went 0 for 7. Last yeah. night they played, he went 0 for 11. He's 0 of his last 18 in the, the last two games. Yeah, I don't know what's going on with him. Absolutely unreal. Unreal bad streak for uh, for Cam Thomas right now. I don't know if Nick Claxton's going to be a net much longer, even though he continues to do great things for them. So I don't know where the, the thanking is. Maybe they just add, go add another 3 and D guy. Yeah, just get all of them. <laughs> Collect all of the solid 3 and D guys and see what happens. Um, also, just for uh, for my own personal, let's just, you know, we may dabble in some sports betting when it's legal. When it is legal, I yeah. went to I went to Las Vegas this summer, okay. laid down some futures. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hit on three of my college football futures, which very happy about. Wow! Okay. I only laid down five college football. So hey, winning record. Yeah, that's fine with me. Laid down laid down a bunch on the uh, on the NBA. I will say, okay. uh, got the got the Milwaukee Bucks at plus eight hundred before the Dame trade. Okay. Then they after they made the Dame trade, they shot up to like plus three hundred. So I feel okay. good about the value there. Okay. And this is kind of just me. I'm just, you know, seeing what what you're thinking about. No, this. I'm 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 going through it right now. So, again, those odds I could like I think the Bucks were like 6th or 7th best odds. So, it's I was like pick. Let's, yeah, it's it. a value pick. And then it just got made even better when after the Dame trade, right? Uh-huh. Uh and then call me crazy. This is just the bet. This is the I if they need to think about it, but just this go is ahead. this is the if they stay healthy bet plus eighteen hundred Los Angeles Clippers NBA title. Okay, and again that's that's if they stay healthy and again the, the plus eighteen hundred I just couldn't help myself. Yeah, right. Trade for James Harden if Kawhi Leonard stays healthy. That's a big if because they haven't been able to stay healthy. Yeah, but and, and the, the roster Clipper construction. Curse. I mean, yes, they've I'm only made the Western Conference Finals once, but they've done it. So I don't even know if you can technically consider it a curse anymore. Exactly. Um, Playing better now, though. I don't hate that. I'm Playing all about better. the value pick, whether it be just a future or a, a player prop. Like, I'm all for the value. When we were in Colorado for the Nuggets game, the first Nuggets yeah. game, me and my friend, um, he's got, I can't remember, but he w- he was making a bunch of bets. And for for whatever reason, I don't know if the books thought that the Nuggets were going to win the, the tip or whatever. He actually, we got Shea, like, plus 1,000. For first bucket. Really? Yeah. And I think it's because they thought the Nuggets would get the tip. And the Nuggets did get the tip, but they missed the first shot. Shea goes down on the ensuing drive. And ensuing drive. This is <laughs> yeah, <right. laughs> the ensuing possession. It was I third sh- and ten. I, yeah. yeah. Um, he drives in and misses it, grabs his own miss, and puts it back in. So let's go. There was a lot of there was a lot of emotions up in the uh, in Loud City, Denver. <laughs> also, uh Chet Holmgren plus 285 to win rookie of the year. Easy. Easy money. Uh, Victor Wembanyama was even odds. So I was like, I'm not going yeah, to I mean, place the bet down. Let's just see Let's just see if the, the Chet thing goes. Yeah. Was it a little bit of a homer bet? Maybe. It, but but it's not, though. So you approve. Like, so you a, approve. Yeah. Of the, of the NBA bets. I'm, I'm all Dave for Dave approves. Value. I got a thumbs up from Dave. Yeah. I'm all for value bets. Yeah. Um, especially in the NBA because, you. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. No, yeah. You really don't know. I was just throwing some stuff against the wall and hoping that it sticks. Yeah. You know, so it's okay. Yeah. We'll Love see. It. But let's get out of here. We got one final segment, and you know what that means. It's time to get a vibe check. You're listening to the Thunder Post Game Show on 107.7 The Franchise. 
Last segment from us here on the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. I want it known that I invited our own Ryan Chapman of the Franchise Morning Show and all Sooners to join in on the uh, the Thunder postgame show. You know, for old time's sake, Ryan used to be on. Oh, really? The Thunder postgame show at a point in time. You know, his Hawks played the Thunder tonight. And I was like, hey, you want to just hang out? And he said he couldn't say no quick enough. So I was a little disappointed in Ryan. He made up for it a little bit. He texted me last segment start. He said, I think I might be going uh, with a friend, double, double up on uh, half these season tickets. Oh, really? For the rest of the season. That would be fun. So that would be really fun. He kind of made it up. So, I mean, to me, at least. Right. To you. I mean, so he's, he's going to have to join us at, like, Flint then. Okay, if for a home game, if he's yeah. going to be there, he's going to have to join us for a segment at Flint one of these days. So he's a fake Hawks fan. Right. Let's put that out there, which is fine. It's because okay. the Thunder are what we would like to call a wagon right now. Mm-hmm. Um, and the door's open for any applicants that would like to be on the wagon of the Thunder. Um, which sounds like Ryan Chapman wants to be on the on the bandwagon. If a you're going to be uh, cashing in monetarily with this team, <laughs> you might as well just get on the wagon with the rest right. of us. Exactly, and he has to join us uh, again. He has to, Ryan. If you're listening to this, which I know you're not, uh, you, the you have to join us at least once. That's legally binding for at least one segment at Flint. If you uh, if yeah. you do get those season tickets, but uh, let's stop messing around. Let's get a vibe check. You know the f- vibes? You sure you're all good? No, I'm actually not good, man. Can I tell you something? Yeah, bro, yeah. The vibe's off, man. Uh, the, the park vibe? Yeah, the park vibe's off, man. Get real, dude. Your vibe's off. Is it noticeable? Is it noticeable? I, I don't know. I think I feel like I bring in some good vibes. All right, you have four minutes to tell me what the f- going on. I, I don't know, man. I, I, th- I thought my vibe was chill, bro. No, well, you thought wrong. So, that's, your, that's, your, that's your bad. Let's get a vibe check. Let's go. Let's get a vibe check right here on the Franchise First Take Thunder postgame show. Dave, would you like to start us off? I would love to. You guys stole my headphones. I'm so. sorry. I'm sorry. This is the uh, this is this is the last time, by the way, that I'm giving you any pre-warning of the one rule of vibe check. Vibe the bad vibes has to go first. Okay. After after this, I'm not giving you the precursor. So if, if you mess it up. That's on you. The training hey, wheels are coming off. Right, bad vibe. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, second night back to back. They're tired. A loss is bound to happen. So uh, Atlanta starts off the game on an 11 nothing run at home. Not good for the Thunder. They end up uh, being down 13 late in the fourth. All that's bad. I'm going to swing that to the good vibe of they still had a legit chance to make a three, tie it, get back to at least overtime, and have a chance to win a game that they had no business being in. I love it. Nice. I love it, man. Couldn't have said it better myself. Drake? My bad vibes goes to Delta Airlines. <laughs> How in the world do you have precious cargo like the Oklahoma City Thunder <laughs> and you don't do your job? Two hours late to the tarmac of their predetermined destination, Atlanta. Georgia, and you can't do your freaking job right. Two hours late. 4.47 was the time of the touchdown. That's too too long. It resulted in what we are calling a scheduled loss, but deep down in my heart, and my heart of hearts, 
a game that I I think the Thunderer could have pulled out with two extra hours of sleep. So with that being said, Delta Airlines will get my bad vibes. Um, good vibes. I want to give you the layup, but I think there are two layups. But I still, just because of his performance tonight, and we really don't get to shout him out a whole lot, and you know I'm kind of the flag bearer on this, Aaron Wiggins yep. is getting my good vibes tonight. Um, we have been... I don't know. What, what's the word? We have been hoping uh, that Wiggins get more opportunities, more minutes. He got um, 21 tonight, which feels like a lot for him, or at least what he usually gets. And he balled out tonight. 13 points, 6 of 7 from the field. One steal, two assists, three rebounds. Just doing a little bit of everything and made a three in the process. Um, he was a minus seven and plus minus, but as we uh, know on this show, we do not recognize uh, that stat because we think it is a bunch of frou-frou, I like numbers. Um, and I don't like numbers. So with that being said, Bad Vibes goes to Delta Airlines yep. for messing up the precious cargo, which was the Oklahoma City Thunder last night during their arrival. And Good Vibes goes to Mr. Aaron Wiggins, my favorite off the bench tonight. For example, uh, when we're talking about plus minus, we have to give some examples maybe as to why we don't like it. Uh, I thought Casey Wallace did really well tonight. Yes. Uh, I thought he played very well. He was by far on plus minus the worst. He was a minus 16. Yeah. Next worst was uh, Jay Will at a minus 10. Yeah, we've, and the reason we talk about it too a lot is because there are a lot of times where Shea is minus in the right. plus minus. And part of that is because he is just used at such a high rate. He has such a high usage rate. And he's on the floor at such, on, on such long periods of time where if you're not a team that's constantly out in front of teams, like it's, it's, it's never going to go well, like even yeah. in close games. So uh, we have never really recognized plus minus on this show uh, as a serious statistic. And you mm -hmm. know what? I think, uh, I think, I think we're okay in that regard. My uh, my bad vibes. Now, okay, hear me out. You're going to have like a knee-jerk reaction. Like, what are you talking about? Uh, my bad vibes tonight goes to Sam Presti. And yeah, okay. exactly. Okay, that's okay. the exact look that I was... I mean, we're on radio. You Walk can't see the look it. that Drake gave me right there. Walk me through it. In uh, as far as just Sam Presti's memeing, by drafting two guys with the exact same name, it caused... The longest review in the history of the NBA, basically, tonight. Yeah. All because two guys have the exact same name, and they didn't know who they gave the fouls to. So, that, so again, now we're doing postgame at a normal time, what we would, you know, what would normally be a 7 p.m. tip. We, hey, we thought maybe we'll get out of here a little bit, 30, yeah. minutes, 30 minutes early Come tonight, on. you know, and no. Because Sam Presti had to be a jokester mm. and draft two guys with the exact same name. It's caused this the longest review in history. And guess what? It didn't even matter in the no. end. No. It was they like, does he have three fouls? Yeah. Does he have two? He has two fouls. They no, he has three. <laughs> Screw it. Whatever. We're tired of we're tired of looking at this. They still gave J Dub three after fifteen minutes of reviewing footage from the prior two quarters. So dumb. But no, it's really not Sam Presti's fault. It's just Whoever the scores to oh wait there's oh there's two guys named Jalen Williams here oh my bad I was giving it to I was giving it to Jay Will they're lucky who did, who didn't, they didn't play tonight right. it would have been, been all bad uh, there tonight but good vibes 
I'm I'm tired of uh, of taking the layup. Uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander, I think, is is going to be like the understood right. <laughs> he can be understood. Yeah, good vibes player of the game for sure. Uh, but again, I, I like what I've seen from J Dub these past however many games too. I mean, really, since he's been a member of the Oklahoma City Thunder, but yeah, uh, these past couple games, man, and, and two, uh, we we've had this discussion about hey, if there's anybody that deserves more shots, it's J Dub, but. He's so efficient that it feels like it, it, it doesn't really yeah. matter that much. Like, I would love to see him shoot 20 times a game. I would love that. Uh, but, like, as you pointed out after the, uh, after the last game last night, or the Celtics game last night, I, I, would, I would like to see him just – or was that the Nets game? I think, I think it might have been the Nets think, game. Pro- honestly, both. Right, probably, yeah. And uh, they all run together at some point. But yeah. uh, just the, the quality of shots that he takes and not having to, like, force – the issue, I mean, he shot nine times last night against the Celtics. Yeah. I thought he had a great game. Yeah. Now, only nine shots. Yeah. Him and Chet both only had nine shots last night. Mm-hmm. And then today, 12 shots. You know, I mean, he, it was the second most on the Thunder um, with SGA getting up 24 of them, but uh, still only 12 shots for a guy that I think deserves like 20 a game. This is the perfect example of a reason, like a game, if you're just looking for a small sample of... Okay, you can assert yourself here. Yeah. Like, thunder in a hole, I would absolutely not mind Jalen Williams, like, like getting called plays for him. Yeah. Like, it, these are the situations where it's like, okay, I respect that we're trying to find the greatest shot on every offensive possession, but how just the first quarter played out, um, I would have absolutely loved to see. I think 12 shots is too few Yeah, for a game like this, especially with how it played for pretty much the first three and a half quarters. Um, So I think tonight is a great look at, hey, in a game situation like you had tonight where the Thunder never led at any point during the game, um, I think this is a perfect example of J-Dub. Like, let's kick it up. Hey, we need you. Yeah, Yeah. we're going to need you to to kick it up a notch a little bit. But I thought thought he was was really good tonight. Uh, And has been, again, since he joined the Oklahoma City Thunder. So, uh, again, we'll, we'll just go ahead and, just in case maybe you missed it or, or, or skipped ahead, uh, which again, you can hear this on uh, any place you listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, wherever. Just type in OKC82. That will be posted uh, either tonight or tomorrow, just whenever I get my lazy behind uh, up to do it. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it just, I'm a big fan of J-Dub. And again, Shea Gildas Alexander understood good vibes from, from all of us, I think. Yeah. You know, we, we didn't pick him, but he's an understood, yes. Uh, on this post game show, but uh, Thunder back in action. Uh, excuse me, on Friday uh, against the Brooklyn Nets, head to Brooklyn. We'll see if Cam Thomas has made a shot uh, until then. Up until then, but um, man, again, a, a Nets team just played on on New Year's Eve. Uh, got off to a little bit of a slower start in that one too, but then once the once the bucket started going in, they they really didn't stop. No, it's it's going to be a tougher second time around. I yeah. feel like. Um, with that being said, though, they just have not put together their best stretch of basketball these past couple of games no. either. Um, and after the story that came out today of them, you know, Mikael Bridges is their guy. Like, that's who they want their their uh, number one option to be. I respect it. I think he's kind of found, you know, his groove ever since that trade from Phoenix. It's really kind of opened up his opportunities. 
um, just by way of not playing with so many dudes on your team that you get to open up your bag a little bit, if you will, offensively. But it just really hasn't translated into wins. They've lost their last five. Their last win was uh, two wins in a row versus Detroit. So if you're doing the math here with me, let me do some math real quick. Three. Drake, we got into this business, so we didn't have to do math. True. They're 10 and 2, or 2 and 10 in their last 12. Uh, those two wins were to both the Detroit Pistons, ah. home and away. Ah, okay. So Brooklyn has been a struggle bus, if you will. Um, so this is a perfect game to, quote unquote, get back and get right yeah. for this Oklahoma City uh, Thunder squad. But with that being said, in Brooklyn, you just never know. Uh, you just never know on the away games, but um, it's a it's a it's a situation that is very um, likable for this Thunder team going forward to start a new uh, a start a new winning streak. Yeah, well, I mean, again, we're we're going to find out a lot more uh, about this Thunder team, right? We we said that before December started, mm-hmm. they passed that test ten and three through the month of December with uh, I mean a lot of home games, a big like five game home stand in there, uh, going four and one in that home stand. Uh, they they passed that test with flying colors. This is just a new one, just to say, hey, because they started off the year being some road dogs. Yeah, they're gonna find out if there's still some road dogs throughout this this January stretch here. A ton of road games in January, and uh, tonight was just the first of four in a row. Um, they got Brooklyn, they got Washington, and Miami all on the road here in this next week so they're gonna find out a lot more about this Oklahoma City Thunder team if they could get I mean these there are some winnable games here for sure uh, and all every game for the Thunder is winnable but uh at Brooklyn at Washington definitely yeah should be wins uh for this Thunder and team Miami but, has not been no the Miami of last year even though saying that isn't even really true in of itself because they didn't really show up until the playoffs anyways yeah. Um, so that's also a very winnable game. And this is kind of how December started off, right? I mean, the loss to Houston was on that 6th yeah. of December. So uh, maybe this is just, you know, like we said, a scheduled loss. Like it's going to happen yeah. at some point. And you start uh, fresh and early Friday, January 5th. And uh, we will go from there, this Oklahoma City yeah. Thunder squad. I mean, yeah, the Thunder weren't going to close the year out, you know, 73 and 9. You know, there, there are going to be some losses yeah. along the way. There's going to be yeah. some bumps along the road. Uh, and this is just one of those small yeah, speed bumps tonight. But uh, that'll do it for us here on 107.7 The Franchise. Shout out to Dave Myrick. Uh, appreciate you, my guy. And then, Drake, always a pleasure. Let's do it again on Friday. We will have postgame. No pregame on Friday for us. But again, if you missed it, please be sure to check it out wherever you uh, listen to your podcast, Spotify, Apple, anything. Just type in OKC82 and you will find us there.